welcome to Stacking Slabs, the show that shares stories to help you become an educated sport car investor and maximize those gains. As always, my mission is to educate and build trust because I believe the more educated sport car investors there are, the more sport car investors will stay in the hobby and the more value each of us will have as we continue to stack those slabs. I am your host. My name is Brett McGrath. I am a B2B marketer, sport card investor, and a massive professional wrestling fan. Another passion of mine, which I'm talking about now because I got some feedback this week, is just a I'm a music junkie. I got a lot of feedback and messages this week about our intro and outro um, with the turntable um, crab scratches and how dope it was. And I, I say mad respect to everyone who shot shot me a dm about that this week i really pride myself on the presentation and the vibe that stacking slab it's is providing to all of you and really hip-hop and sports cards right they go one in the same and most of us um who are in our you know mid to late 30s 40s really grew up with sports cards and hip-hop together i actually had some time in the hip-hop community as a battle dj had some 1200s, had a Vestax 05 mixer, would go do some DJ battles. That's bringing me back right now, but a ton of fun. Big music collector, collect vinyl, supporting artists and having those physical copies. Give you all some context. My taste is all over the board. I'm loving the Waxahachie album from this year, St. Cloud. It's a stunner. It'll get you. It's great for this time being cooped up at home. Strokes, one of my all-time favorite bands, the new Abnormal, different, but man, at this time, it's really hitting the spot. I love it. And this week, Car Seat Headrest came out with a new one, which is a different vibe, but hitting me hard. And also, uh, Damian Drado, too. Check that out. One of the best singer-songwriters alive or for my money. Um, So yeah, uh, go listen to those albums, support those musicians. I'll be bringing up some artists I like in these upcoming episodes. House Kimi feedback. It was so awesome. I got so many messages from people about stacking slabs that I'd never heard from. And feedback um, is always welcome and helpful. So keep that coming. You can reach me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all at stacking slabs. If you like what you're hearing on this podcast, hit the subscribe button. Um, that's super. Want to make sure you're coming back and listening for more. Um, hit, give a five-star review. That's super helpful. Really appreciate that. Format wise, this week we're going to do this foundational episode and then we're going to have another um, investor pick or maybe not so much pick. I'm still deciding myself as I'm evaluating this opportunity. I presented this opportunity about this case to a group I'm involved with and the feedback couldn't be more polarizing. So I'm really excited to jump into that conversation. That'll drop on Friday. I am also going to be connecting with other members of the community and we'll be bringing guests on more to come on that. But that's something that I'm anticipating is going to happen sooner rather than later. Since it's a new podcast, not only do I want to deliver really good sport card investment advice and content, but let's also do a giveaway. We're all cooped up at home. Everyone's watching The Last Dance. So why not give away a card of a Bulls player? So I am looking at Right now, a beautiful card. And if I was a Chicago Bulls fan, I would love this card, especially how it aligns so well with this story that's unfolding in front of our eyes every Sunday on ESPN. So the card I'm giving away is a 2017-2018 Steve Kerr encased 
scripted signatures, one of five. So this is a one of five. It's in great shape. It's a really good looking card. It doesn't fit inside my collection. So I said, you know what? Why don't we give this back to the community? The way you can enter to win this card, and it's going to be announced on the episode after the finale of The Last Dance. So I'll be talking about this giveaway um, to come. But the way you can enter is I'll have a pinned tweet at Stacking Slabs on Twitter. Follow Stacking Slabs, like that, and retweet it, okay? That's how you enter on Twitter. On Instagram, you can enter by following Stacking Slabs and shooting me a note um, that says Steve Kerr or something related, and you'll all be entered, and I will unveil the winner after the finale of The Last Dance. So that's going to be a lot of fun. I want to get into, before we jump into this episode, just some stuff I'm enjoying this week, right? Content is important right now. We're, when we're not, if we're not working, we're not taking care of the children, um, you know, not cleaning the house or cooking dinner. Most of us are trying to consume as much content as possible. So it was such a relief for me last week to have the NFL draft at my disposal. I think it's a great time with sports cards and investing to really think about the outlook of the NFL year. And it's a really good time to reflect. And quite frankly, I thought they did an unbelievable job on the drafts and really want, they should probably consider that format moving forward. Just people with their families, the reaction, it was real and authentic. And I really, really enjoyed it. You know, I won't get into it too much here, but uh, you know, as a big winner, I think drew Locke. you can see his cards go up, you know, supporting him with some young talent and receivers um, so there's a lot of uh, you know hype around Drew Locke and his prices on his prisms have soared since the draft. Obviously, I'm really excited as a Colts fan. Uh, Michael Pittman, given Philip Rivers a, a weapon that we've needed, that WR number two has been a void, and then blowing all of our minds by drafting Jonathan Taylor, running back out of Wisconsin, who could very well be the rookie of the year. So really exciting time for Colts fans. Last dance. Great episodes. A lot of people want to talk about the Rodman episode, and I'm more inclined to talk about the Phil Jackson episode. I think I had a blast learning a lot about Phil Jackson, his style, eccentricities, his connection, how he got involved, and just his coaching style. I think, you know, being older now, and I found a new level of appreciation in watching that. So, Gosh, man, what a documentary. I think it's just so special and I just never want it to end. So, so happy we have so much more. Also, there's been some exciting news. I, I know there's been some NBA chatter about Disney. Didn't, re- didn't know if that was real or fake news. Uh, but really, as I'm recording the episode, the story that dropped that really probably out of all of these stories gets me the most hopeful and exciting, excited about just the return of the NBA is the MGM is preparing a proposal. And by the time this episode airs, we might know more, but just really having the facilities to host players and their families and get all of the games going based on their size and strength and court. So more to come on that. But man, NBA comes back. Go look at the market. It's going to explode like it like never before, which is insane to think in our current state already. Also, just, you know, as a wrestling fan, shout out to AEW All Elite. I'll always be a WWE fan till the day I die. But man, AEW is telling some great stories right now. Love what they're doing on Wednesday nights. Go check out Dynamite. If you want to talk wrestling, slide in those DMs. I'm a, I always got time for that. And from a hobby perspective, just a, a couple things, a few things I'm that are going on this week that 
I consume that I want to just, you know, shout out to just the House of Jordans podcast, Chris, Christina and Brian. I mean, the content that they're delivering and the conversation that they're having, especially at a time right now where Michael Jordan is the thing is incredible. Like I am learning so much about Jordan's inserts, the market. Um, and it's really cool. I, I just really love their approach to how they are sharing and delivering content. Um, go, so go check out House of Jordans. They're on Instagram, they're Twitter, they're everywhere. Their YouTube channel is very active. So that's a great place you can find them. Also, shout out to Chris Keller from Top Shelf Breaks. Um, connected with him, been a part of a couple breaks that he's had. He's got an awesome thing going out in the Chicagoland area. So if you're you're looking for some entertainment, you want to connect with other members in the hobby, he's got an awesome chat going as he's breaking. You know when the breaks are happening, right? They're scheduled. So I really like what he's doing at Top Shelf Breaks. So check him out at Twitter on Top Shelf Breaks. And I think it's on Instagram at Top Shelf Breaks too, um, running a lot of breaks on a daily basis. And then finally, Breaker Culture had an awesome conversation this week about just overall why now is not the right time to buy sports cards. And that title of their episode was a little misleading because I was very interested because immediately when I saw the title, I thought, well, there's a lot to unpack with that title and I might have a different perspective. And they go into a lot there and it's a great conversation. And really the thing that hits home for me in that conversation is the stressing of the importance of having a strategy when buying sports cards, which is what this show is all about. So go check that out. And finally, for me, just quickly before we jump into you know the bulk of today's episode, it's just like, I'm going to start talking about weekly purchases. So don't want to spend too much time on this, but one of my favorite podcasts is the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast with Brian Myers and uh, uh, Matt Cardona, f- former WWE superstars. They talk about building a community. It's just, I've had so much fun, um, you know, engaging with other collectors and that hobby and doing what, they, what they're doing right now is off the hook. But they, they have a, a section called Weekly Purchases where they cover, you know, what wrestling figures they bought today and or this week. And I'll let you guys know just from a card, sports card perspective, what landed on my uh, doorstep this week. So I obviously last week's episode was on Seku. My Seku obsession is not halting anytime soon. A gap I had in Seku were just overall um, his standard optics. So I got a set of 10 of his optics raw for, I think, like 20 bucks this week from a collector on Discord. Um, They're all in really good shape. I'm excited about that. I've been getting uh, some of his parallels off of Optic. And they're just, Optic's just such an underrated card. It's really good. And I've noticed that there's not a lot of Seikus that are graded yet or I'm not finding them on eBay. So I am excited for when PSA opens back up to submit these and try to get some Seikus graded. I also got a, a pretty dope Seiku auto this week. So 91 of 99, I got his impeccable base autograph. His expression on the card is, I'll, I'll post this card, is it's almost like you know when you take a picture of yourself and you're like blinking or not looking. It almost looks like that. So that's like the only downside of his action shot on the card. But like the card is just gorgeous. It is a beautiful card. And this is like, to me, what high end is all about. So I, you know, I think I got this card for like 40 bucks and it's in great shape. Really, really love this card on the slab side. And, you know, something I'm trying to debate too is 
what do I do with that? Do I keep it? Do I send it to B BGS to make sure I can get that subgrade? I don't know. So more to come on that. I want to talk more about grading. And there's a lot of people that really know their stuff in terms of grading and where to send what and how to do it. And I'm going to bring those people on the show to kind of tell their stories. I'm into Kevin Garnett right now. I picked up his BGS uh, Flare Metal rookie. Such a dope nostalgic car. Jim Mint 9. I think I paid 30 bucks for it, which I thought was a steal. So I'm big into Kevin Garnett right now. Um, Hall of Fame, you know, his now I think is a great time to jump in on him. I also picked up a lot of Kyle Kuzma optic Jim Mint 10s, really affordable price on those two. Again, I'm a big fan of picking up the ancillary players. Lakers have a good shot of going to the finals and Kyle Kuzma would be a good guy to jump on. So those are some of my weekly purchases. All right. So today I was going to talk about investment versus collecting versus flipping. And I got a ton of questions after last week's episode about just buying and where to buy and how to buy and being new to the hobby and entering what to do. And so what I really want to spend some time on today is just talking about the online marketplace and all of the opportunities and options that you have as a buyer and how to approach it. I have gone through this as being someone who is entering back in the hobby after a long hiatus. And so I've had to really rethink about my approach and how I want to establish myself and where I want to buy my cards and what kind of relationships that I want to build. So that is the bulk of really what I want to talk about now. So in stacking slabs as a B2B marketer, I think about just building audiences and development on a regular basis and what that takes in those tactics. So inevitably, because I think about this professionally on a day-to-day -day basis, I really apply those principles to how I'm showing up and operating in a sport card market ecosystem. Really, my job on a day-to-day -day basis is to evaluate markets and find opportunities to fill in gaps. And so that's the catalyst for what I'm doing with Stacking Slabs. So just out of the gates, just what I'm thinking about entering the hobby, just from, from a how do I want to present myself? How do I want to show up? I think like, honestly, first and foremost, you really want to establish your brand and what you want to do and represent. You know, I've always come from the perspective that brand drives demand. So the better brand you have, the more people are going to become interested. And I think building your brand in this hobby is critical if you don't want to really think about it from a transactional perspective. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit later. So to me, it's about giving value and providing value and giving back to members and in communities. So I, I want to go deep into that. I think, you know, people remember people through stories and people don't remember people through you know features functionality if it's a product or transactions if it's a sale so i think the more storytelling and you can do as a collector whether it's developing content that you're sending to the marketplace whether it's engaging with people i think really my goal when i'm connecting with people is have a foundation for what i want those people to remember me by and because I think those connection points are so, so important and those connection points aren't going to necessarily show you value right away, but they'll lead to more opportunities to connect with other people. And so with that, I think, you know, from a psychology perspective, like reciprocity is really, really important when you're trying to build relationships. Give more than you take. 
in there's so many online communities and this is what I'm recommending people go do and be a part of. But in those communities, don't just ask questions. Give information. The more information you give on your perspective, the more relationships you're going to develop and the more opportunities you're going to have to really make great deals and find opportunities to get cards for cheaper than you might have if you are just going to eBay, looking up the card and hitting buy it now. You got to listen to what the market wants. Listen to what's being said. What where are their gaps? A gap for me right now is I don't I've got a bunch of raw cards. I've got I've I've got a, a not a great eye for grading. I and I'm trying to figure out based on PSA and uh Beckett being closed when I should sh- send in what. And so I need someone of who's going to who does that and has a lot of experience in doing that to educate me on what I should be doing. So I want to bring those types of conversations to this show and make sure that you all have a solution because I'm not the only one who are in who is in that boat. So really the punchline is I approach the way I operate in an online marketplace from a sports card investing and collecting perspective much like I do in my day-to-day job. So what's that mean? So the online network and ecosystem is just out of control. And the reason why I wanted to do this episode is because as I've got back in the hobby, I'm blown away with how out of control and the opportunities and all the channels and ways you can connect with people. And it's taken me a lot of time to figure out what me, what's best for me. And so I wanted to share that. I got a great uh, question after last week's episode on where to buy. And that was one of many. So I said, let's pivot and let's do this episode today. So I think for me, it's first of all, you got to build and establish your brand, which I was just talking about, um, because you're going to, that'll allow you to begin to have a position of authority. So right now, based on last week's episode and then me going into discord groups that I'm connecting with, you know, I'm a, the Seiku guy now. So whenever there might be a good Seiku card, people are going to reach out to me and say, hey, this Seiku card's for sale. Are you interested? And at least that gives me first crack on that. So it's really good in the communities that you're involved with to start being very transparent about what you want, what you're looking for. I don't understand the keeping things close to your vest and doing, you know, your own, you know, working and operating in a silo, like honestly, to me, that's a limiting mindset. I think the more you're communicating and talking about what you're thinking, the more opportunities you're going to have. I think you can't come from a place, a mindset of scarcity when it comes to sport card and investing. You've got to come from a place of abundance. And the way you come from a place of abundance is being transparent and sharing what you want and sharing what you have to offer. Just because, you know, I do an episode on Sekou Demboye and why I love him, I'm not scared that Sekou's going to all of a sudden become, you know, 2x what he was last week. That's not going to happen. Like that, I don't have that kind of pull and that hype is, that's not going to happen. So what I want to do is start a conversation with other people about Sekou and see what their thoughts are and thinking. So I think that's really important is be transparent. That's a good way to establish your brand as you're moving forward. I really think that this game is not transactional. And I think a lot of people in the hobby view it as transactional. They might not admit to it, but, you know, I I really think that like 
the mindset should shouldn't be about you know thinking about oh once you're done with the seller the relationships ship is over i think you really need to think about things that are are we're here for the long haul and in that long haul we're here to build trust and establish those relationships in the major wrestling figure podcast they've got a patreon community that i've been a part of um, for a while. And I have, like I mentioned in the last episode, I move collections and evaluate my collection to take some of the income or dispose of, to get some of those earnings and apply that back to sports cards. And so I've built relationships in that group based on figures that I am selling that I get messages from buyers asking me questions on if they have something or if if they know where to get some. And that's cool. I, and I think there's more opportunity for that in sports cards. And so don't treat things like it's just a transactional sale. It might seem that way, but like there was another seller on Discord group that I bought a Jason Tatum optic graded from. And then all of a sudden, you know, we got into conversation. He had a Kyler Murray uh, graded card that I bought. And so now I've built and established this relationship that. I know he's a mover and a seller and he's got really good prices. So it gives me the perspective. I've got some place to turn and someone to ask questions to and that trust has been established. So really don't think about this game from a transactional perspective. Really focus in on, it's hard to do with eBay. So if you're buying outside of eBay, this is where I would really think about it. I think customer service is number one. And that's a priority when you're thinking about the being in the online network and, and ecosystem. So customer service to me is communication. So making sure that when you're buying or selling, you're communicating um, effectively. And it's really easy to do that, but so many people are lazy and won't just send the message, whether it's, hey, some, I got busy today. I'm not, I, th- this isn't going to go out until tomorrow or just lack of communication to me is unacceptable. So you should keep the people you're engaging with on a buying and selling perspective, you should keep them up to speed on that transaction as anything changes. And that's very, very important. When you're sending something, package it up appropriately. You don't want to get those cards damaged. Use painter's tape. Like, let's go. Like, so just, and then read, if you can drop a review, like you want to drop a review, you want to share that, how that transaction went. You want to share, you want to make sure that people know that you bought something from them. And these people are legit people that, um, you can buy from moving forward. So I've got the example. I'm pulling it up on my Instagram account right now at Stacking Slabs. But I bought uh, two cards, graded cards, PSA from at Bruno Cards. And so I, as a buyer, I had a really good relationship. And it was a good experience. It was quick. It was easy uh, exchange of money. But I, so I posted that on Instagram. I posted pictures of the Tatum and the Murray that I bought. I tagged Bruno Cards. I let everyone in my network know this guy, This is someone who it's a great experience to, to buy from and you should all go look at his account, right? And you should interact with him. So that's at Bruno Cards with a Z. I think he, he's primarily a Discord seller who's looking for those um, referrals on Instagram. Great experience. But that customer service that he provided to me is going to lead to more business for him because it's going to be it's going to be referral-based moving forward. So I really think that's important. Okay, a big question just in terms of the online network and ecosystem is where to buy, okay? So everyone knows eBay, okay? eBay is kind of the bread and butter, right? But there's the fees that are involved. There's the anonymous component of it. It is what it is. 
it's the place to go to see how the market thinks about the price of a card. Most of my purchases are primarily on eBay. I wish that would change, but just eBay is the biggest online marketplace. There's so many tips and tricks that I don't want to get into today, but um, one for you is if you're looking for a card, go put filter it out by latest posted or the, the most recently posted and hit buy it now. I found that doing that, you'll you'll oftentimes find people that are trying to get rid of a card for cheaper than the market. And that's those are the cards that get gobbled up right away. So that's a good little hack and a good place to get a discount on a card. It doesn't always work right because the card has to be posted. But if you've got some expensive cards that you're you don't want to spend, you know, hundreds of dollars for at this point, it might be a good place to get a discount. I've really enjoyed Discord and my first time really using Discord has been with sports cards. So an easy one, and I'll put the link of the Discord group in the uh, episode notes of this one, is Sports Card Investor. I think, you know, what Jeff has done, he's built an awesome community, developing really good content, and he's providing awesome places for people in his audience to go connect on anything related in the hobby. So for my money, the Sport Card Investor Discord group is the most premium place to go network. And that's where I met Bruno Cards and that's a good place to go meet people. So I'll put that in the link. There's different channels. So it's it's kind of no BS. You walk it, you, you get into the group, you know, basketball segmented, football segmented, baseball segment, buy, sell, trade, um, hobby talk, um, general discussion on each of those. Um, it's amazing. And then there's also sections for breaking, um, razes, all that fun stuff if you're into. So um, Sport Card Investor Discord Group, it's a great place to build kind of your relationships, really treat the hobby as less transactional, but really check that out. Um, I promise you, if you check it out, you'll you'll have a good time um, connecting with others through that. There's several different Facebook groups out there. Sport Card Investor is a Facebook group. And I, uh, someone, uh, Ziggy's underground, I'll shout out Ziggy here. Ziggy's got one that I just joined, um, last week. Ziggy's a, an admin in the sport card investor group, but Facebook groups, it's a good way to avoid fees, build relationships, good place. If you're into breaks to go do breaks, I would definitely check out your, your, um, Facebook groups. Just do a quick search. I'll put some ones that I like in the show notes there. And then finally, social media. I personally had have got off of the Instagram train about a year ago on the personal side. I just couldn't do it anymore. I when I was on social media, I didn't necessarily want to hear about everyone's life and how they were doing and you know, baby and dog and all that stuff. Like I know people love that and I'm not trying to disrespect that, but just I was just tired of it. It wasn't for me anymore. I didn't need that. When I spent time on social media, I want to spend time aligning that around my passions and hobbies and connecting with others. So as I'm getting back into sport card collecting and investing, I realize how important Instagram is to sport cards. So inevitably, I have to create an account at Stacking Slabs and get back in the game. And man, I'm having more fun than ever on Instagram just because it's all about the hobby all the time. And the only people I'm connecting with are people that are in the sport card hobby and it's an incredible thing. So the uh, hashtag, the hobbies, amazing. It's a great place to check out people's PCs. It's an amazing place to buy and sell and trade. Um, I am really enjoying just that as a platform. 
and it's really super easy and everyone has Instagram anyway. So really like the point of the online networking ecosystem, think about yourself as a brand. Think about yourself as someone you want you want other people to come to to give you insights and knowledge on cards that are available, questions that they have. I really think if we all think about ourselves as a per- building our personal brand when we're approaching the marketplace, it's going to lead to better opportunity for everyone. I think online buying and selling and trading is all about building relationships. And during this process, what's happening is we're building this web of connectedness. And if you think about it from that place, that web of connectedness can lead to more value back to you. But you got to approach it from the perspective of give first. If you're giving first, you're going to lead to more positive gains in the end. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. On Friday, I'm going to drop an episode on that controversial um, sport card investment that I am right now unsure on what I'm going to do with. Definitely follow Stacking Slabs on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. Hit that subscribe button. Thank you so much for your support. I want to engage with all of you, so definitely shoot into those DMs. Let's start that conversation. And most importantly, stay safe out there. 